2: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
3: It's the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. Happy Friday night to you. I hope you're well. I hope you're safe. If you're partaking in any of those Friday night activities, and uh, then I really hope you're being safe. I'm going to be hanging out with you for the next four hours. This is when I get started. 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. Oh, man, I can't even I'm tongue-tied. Maybe I've been partaking in some of those Friday night activities. Anyway, hope you're safe and well. I'm going to be hanging out with you for the next four hours. This is when I get started. 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you so much to super producer and host Dave Shepard. He's holding it down for us in New York City. And it's a busy night to get you ready for a busy weekend. The NBA Play-In Tournament, which is a stupid name, starts tonight. And so that means stupid uniforms, stupid courts, and at least the players, whoever wins is going to win some money. We got to deal with this for a month. We'll talk about the Play-In Tournament. Uh, Also, we'll get to this in a few seconds, a few minutes. Michigan spy is gone yeah the guy wearing the the hat and the sunglasses the dude that would go to other people's games and try to steal and decipher signs and signals to help Michigan like he quit we'll talk about that momentarily also not the only news of the night or the day the Texas Rangers had their parade Emmett Smith is gonna join us next hour. Yes, the Emmett Smith, the NFL's all time leading rusher, is gonna come on through. I'm gonna ask him about some of the upcoming games this Sunday, as uh in addition to quite a few other things, how he feels about running backs in the NFL right now. And of course, it's Emmett Smith. We're gonna talk about the Cowboys, and they got a game coming up this Sunday against the Eagles. We'll get into that. The Chiefs and the Dolphins got a big matchup, not here in the United States of America but actually in Germany. Deshaun Watson looks like he is going to be back. So we have a lot to discuss here, a lot to do over the next four hours. Even Deion Sanders, a former teammate of Emmett Smith, uh, Dion is uh, he's making his own coaching changes. This isn't like the Raiders or anything like that, but he's getting in on the, uh, the action, making some moves because Colorado has now fallen to 500. If you want to give me a holler, it's simple. The phone number is 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You can also find me. I'm everywhere. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. At JR Sport Brief. Shep, how are you this evening, man? You doing good?
4: I'm doing well, Jared. Thanks for asking. How are you, my friend?
3: I'm okay. I'm better than than Jim Harbaugh, I think, right? Right? Well, I think, maybe
4: you're a nicer guy. I I know that.
3: Oh, then Jim Harbaugh.
4: He's not nice to anybody. Not even his own brother.
3: Oh well. I know who he's nice with. He's good friends with uh, Mark Davis.
4: Yeah. yeah, that's. I like where you're going with that. I think a lot of people feel that's uh, that's going to happen too. It's inevitable.
3: Yeah. So I I know last night we talked about Antonio Pierce and him taking over for the Las Vegas Raiders, and today if you want to go from one dysfunctional team. And so let me let me back up a little bit more. This past Wednesday night, I gave you a top six list. And we took a look at some of the most dysfunctional franchises and just teams, forget franchises, in sports. And to the shock of probably nobody listening to me right now here on this Friday night, the Michigan Wolverines were on the list and so were the Las Vegas Raiders for differing reasons. I mean, Mark Davis, itchy trigger finger, getting rid of his general manager and head coach, tells Antonio Pierce, who's never coached an NFL game in his life, hey, bro, go out there and babysit the team. Meanwhile, it seems for about the past two and three weeks, all we've heard about is Michigan, and not for good reasons, not for being in the, the mix for the college football playoff, not eagerly anticipating what they do against Ohio State. It's because Michigan is in trouble again. I mean, let, let's, let's be real. I know time flies. Things move ahead pretty quickly here. Jim Harbaugh was gone the first three games of this season because of a scandal re- re- involving, like, recruiting violations. Self-imposed, he was gone for the first three weeks of the season. Uh, Michigan is still now 8-0. And even outside of that, here we are. Michigan is 8-0. And now the the situation is about this guy – that no one has ever heard of in their life, Connor Stallions. Well, it was initially reported that Michigan gave him the boot, and it's now been said that he decided to resign. This is a man who reportedly went to 35 different games, would buy tickets, would ask people who who he bought the tickets for to record the sidelines. I mean, if you look at Central Michigan and Purdue, they both have just uh, photographic evidence that he was either in a seat or that he was on the sidelines or that he was having these games recorded or people were recording from his seats that he bought. This is just messy all over the place. This is Bush league. I mean, going to games and stealing signs and recording and, and all of this nonsense has been prohibited since 1994. And it's pretty hilarious that 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 Michigan is now being punished for this and Jim Harbaugh cannot stay out of trouble it doesn't matter what it is it's like they want to give him an extension and an, a new issue pops up or he goes and doesn't have success in the college football playoff and now he wants to go coach the Minnesota Vikings Jim Harbaugh ultimately wants to go back to the NFL I don't know why everybody keeps playing this game about well, we love him here. Oh, I like it here, and so let's just stay married. This is worse than two actual married people looking for a divorce. It's just sticking around, just just for comfort of it. At this point, I want you to take a listen. This is the the, the report earlier today from CBS Sports HQ.
5: Hey everybody, Russ Thaler here at CBS Sports HQ, and this just in, the University of Michigan has fired football staff member Connor Stallions, according to multiple reports. This news comes after Stallions was suspended by Michigan and placed under investigation by the NCAA after accusations that he attended other schools' games in order to steal signs for the Wolverines. It has been a season of off-field turmoil so far for unbeaten Michigan, who started the year with a self-imposed three-game suspension to head coach Jim Harbaugh for failing to cooperate with a different and c investigation the wolverines return to the field on saturday they host purdue at the big house
3: and hey, they're gonna, they gonna smash purdue or maybe purdue is gonna feel like they have uh they have some get back coming their way because of the fact that purdue says yes we have we have video evidence security footage of this dude you know in our stadium this is this is kind of nutty right now and so what is jim harbaugh's approach he's talked to everybody publicly and said we're going to handle this. We're going to work with any investigation. We're going to cooperate with any investigation. He's also been uh, very, very short about it, saying, hey, there's nothing I can say about it now. Listen to this.
6: I got a one-track mind. I'm not going to be speculating. I can let others speculate that.
3: Oh. Okay. I mean, he's been vocal about a lot of things over the years. He's been vocal about Colin Kaepernick getting a job. He's been vocal about athletes getting paid. He's been vocal about his own uh, violations and willing to accept punishments. But when it comes to this, I I guess he's too through. I guess Jim Harbaugh has been punished enough. I guess he's been in the news enough. Unfortunately for Michigan here, every time that it seems that they are just moving forward, just about football, something pops up. Is it recruiting violations? Is it losing to Ohio State? Is it getting a contract offer and then having that contract rescinded? Is it Jim Harbar going to interview for NFL teams? Is it Michigan saying, screw it, we'll give you money, please, please stay? Like at, at what point does Michigan and Jim Harbaugh realize that this is an, an ill-serving marriage? I only give it a couple of more months. This is the beginning of November. I know it still sounds crazy to even think about this being November. We're going to hit November, December, and then I can probably say, eh, give or take mid-January, early February, I expect Jim Harbaugh to be gone. Now, listen, it didn't take a rocket scientist for me to sit here on Monday night and talk to you about Josh McDaniels. I looked at Josh McDaniels on the sideline. We listened to him at his post-game press as His team, the Raiders, lost to the Lions, I believe it was 26-17. to 17. They looked like hot garbage and crap. To know that Josh McDaniels eventually was going to get the boot. I didn't expect it to come the next day, but you could read the body language. You could see his face. You could listen to it in his voice. He was done. I'm not putting Jim Harbaugh out to pasture here with Michigan, but I really feel that Harbaugh and Michigan, their relationship has run its course, and I'm pretty sure there are people listening to me right now. You've been in a relationship, maybe you're in a relationship, hopefully you're not driving with them in a car right now, and you said to yourself, well, damn it, where the hell are we going? Every time it feels and seems that we're actually moving in a positive direction, something always comes up. Is it a wandering eye? Is it flat-out cheating? Is it flirting too much? In the case of Jim Harbaugh, his eye always floats over to the NFL. And unfortunately, this man is overseeing an operation where you have a football analyst who's had a wandering eye to other teams. Michigan just needs a football coach. They don't need a guy who wants to go back to the NFL and make even more money. Jim Harbaugh is a celebrity. He's too big to worry about what's going on on the lower rungs of the program with Michigan. This is why you get paid the big bucks, man. The buck has to stop with you. And so for Connor Stallion's, to now resign they called that a firing interesting timing right all of the other big 10 coaches are sitting around and in zoom meetings saying that oh michigan when is michigan gonna get punished and, and, and when is Harbar gonna get punished his punishment is coming soon if he loses to ohio state he will most certainly get the boot and if he beats ohio state and he goes into the college football playoff and he loses that, Michigan will still give him the boot. And if for whatever reason, somehow, some way, not out of the realm of possibility, Michigan goes all the way to win a championship, then they can just mutually walk away from each other because they got a title. But at this point in time, this relationship is done. Michigan will be punished harbaugh will be punished and i think uh, i don't know if i had to take a guess yeah jim harbaugh is friends with that uh mark davis guy i guess misery loves company there's a lot of conversations about who will ultimately run and coach the vegas raiders i told you mark davis is always looking for the shiny new thing he typically finds it on television Or maybe he finds it in a slot machine. I know we see him sitting around in Vegas. I'm going to expect his next shiny new toy to be Jim Harbaugh. His buddy, his friend, someone who has a relationship starting early, early in his coaching career with the Raiders. I think Harbaugh is going to be their next coach. And it doesn't matter how his season ends with Michigan it could end with a title it could end with a disappointment it could end with just getting beat by Ohio State and not even getting into the college football playoff but Harbaugh's days at Michigan they're numbered and I really think because if you can connect dots and Mark Davis looks like an easy guy to read uh, I'm expecting Mark Davis to say hey buddy hey friend come here come to Vegas come coach this team and also don't be surprised if Mark Davis says to Jim Harbaugh, hey, you got the ultimate control. That might be Mark Davis's uh, his next big mistake. I feel positive about that one. It's the J.R. Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Just getting warmed up. NBA play-in tournament is underway. NBA teams wearing ugly uniforms underway. We're going to have Emmett Smith. Join us next hour. Talk to Emmett about some Cowboys, what's going on with him, and then also, you know, what does he think about running backs in the league? What does he think about his Cowboys? We'll talk about the Cowboys and Eagles. We'll talk about the Chiefs and the Dolphins. We'll get into Deshaun Watson. We'll talk about Victor Wimbenyama. But you know what? On the other side of the break, Michigan isn't the only team dealing with a coaching issue. It appears that Deion Sanders is... Maybe finally found some type of adversity? And it looks like he's trying to correct it. I'll explain on the other side of the break. If you want to talk to me, it's 855 2124 CBS. Happy Friday night, happy Friday evening. It's the JR Sport Brief show, CBS Sports Radio.
2: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. <laughs> JR wants to hear from you. Call him now at 855 212 4CBS. That's 855 212 4227.
3: It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. You know, maybe the NBA got something going on with this uh, this in season tournament. I'm, the games have actually been pretty close tonight. I mean, right now, this minute, the New York Knicks are, are in Milwaukee. Uh, against the Bucks and the score is 108-105, to 105. you know, Milwaukee leads. And then you think about some of the finals, uh, the Brooklyn Nets over the Bulls, 109-107, the Pacers over the Cavs, 121-116, uh, the Mavs and Nuggets are getting ready to get underway. The Thunder and, and Warriors are close right now, 133-130. to 130. I don't know. Maybe this playing thing is a good idea. Maybe we're gonna talk about this. Uh, let, let's get into this later on in the show. This whole play tournament. And now it's official. The Knicks lost one ten to one o five to Milwaukee. Well, good, good game though. Give him credit. Eight five five two one two four CBS. It's eight five five two one two four CBS. Before we went to break, uh, we talked about the uh, ongoing sign-stealing scandal out at Michigan. Jim Harbaugh playing the I don't see anything, I don't know anything, I didn't hear anything when it comes to one of his football analysts going out to games in person and basically scouting them, which he is not supposed to do. If you want to scout an opponent, do it on video. Don't go in person. It's a violation. It's been that way since 1994. And that analyst, Connor Stallions, who's been on payroll for about two years, been around the team longer, he's been fired. And I think ultimately we're looking at the last days of Jim Harbaugh as head coach. Whether he wins, whether he loses, I think he's going to be out the door. It wouldn't shock me to see him back in the NFL next season. Eight five five two one two four cbs Mike is here from Washington. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio.
6: Hey, JR. Thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it. Um, number one thing is Michigan and Harbaugh, drama's got to end. Got to get rid of them. Let them go. All this cheating and reading, reading signs and everything, it's been going on forever. It's whether or not you can get caught. Look at all these play callers. The coaches on the sidelines, sitting behind their laminated play sheets, um, so their lips don't get, so the lip readers can't catch what they're calling. And then you got the big Scooby-Doo three Stooges signs being held up with ten people calling plays on the sideline with their hand signals. So it's going on. To me, it's been going on forever. All you got to do is watch the sidelines, and they've got people. It's, it's crazy. So, I mean, that's my opinion. So, I'll take, I'll take your reply and see what you say.
3: Oh, well, thank you, Mike, for calling from Washington. We actually played a clip last night from Matt Rule from Nebraska a couple of weeks ago. And, and Matt Rule addressed this. He said, at so many levels right now of football, whether you want to take a look at the pros or even if you want to go down to the high school level, like technology is is being utilized, and we're talking about simply utilizing headsets. A matter of fact, this is what Matt Rule had to say about utilizing technology and how college football is screwing it up, allowing everybody, if they want to, to go out there and cheat. Listen to Matt Rule from a few weeks ago.
5: Yeah, sign-stealing happens every game. Um, There's nothing wrong with – there's nothing wrong with – team's over there looking over trying to steal our signs. There's nothing wrong with us trying to look at their signs. That's why you should have mics in the helmets, right? Like all these coaches that vote against it every year is because they don't want to teach their quarterback. You know, in the NFL, each quarterback goes out there with three play calls <laughs> because if I, see, if I see the free safety's foot like that, it might be one high. I'm going to check to this play. And if I, But you get to college and you're watching a game on a Tuesday night and, you know, they, they got the signal and they're just calling to play. So uh, that's what makes college football, to me, that's why they score maybe more points. But it's also why the kids are less prepared. So that's why they should, there should be, 100% should be. We could get rid of all the stupid signs on the sidelines and we could get pictures of you know, rock stars and all that stuff. We could just play football the way it was meant to be. You go to a high school game, there's technology on the sideline. You go to an NFL game, there's technology on the sideline. You go to the college, there's nothing. But that's sign stealing. That's not, I'm not don't, don't, I would not carry that over to going and filming someone else's practices or something like that.
3: Well, damn. Well, there you go. I mean, one day, I guess, in college football, we won't see any more of these gigantic Scooby-Doo messages and Gilligan's Island hats and Pokemon. It, it does look ridiculous. But since when is, is college in any capacity, let alone college football, when has it ever been ahead of the curve? When has it ever been kind of you know on pace with everybody else? And, yes, it doesn't matter if it's college football or sign stealing, you can go ahead and ask the Houston Astros. Everybody's trying to find a leg up. Everybody's trying to cheat. Everybody's trying to find a simple advantage just to go ahead or get ahead. I mean, let's be real. I mean, with things like ChatGPT, I assume if I needed to write a college paper on the Great Gatsby, I could have it generated in 30 seconds. Like, let's really think about that. Everybody's trying to get a leg up. People are trying to utilize technology, whether you're the Astros from a few years ago banging on garbage cans or whether you're the Boston Red Sox utilizing an Apple Watch or whether you happen to be a University of Michigan staffer putting on a hat and sunglasses to steal and decipher signs for next week's game. Everybody is. Well, let me not say everybody. Everybody is trying to look for a leg up. But some people are willing to go a little bit further. Yeah, I see, I see Harbaugh out of there. Hey, Shep, if uh, I, I think I may have to try this out in a break. If I needed to write, like, let's say, uh, what's a decent size paper for a high school student? What, like eight pages, seven pages—that's lo- too many. That's
4: a lot for for a high school student. Four pages. Uh, yeah, four, I, I would say two to three, honestly. Oh, my. You I think see. teacher you think teachers these days, the way they are underpaid, want to grade uh, more than uh, 24 paper terms? No. Is
3: it is it that the teachers don't want to read it or is the students uh, not <laughs> capable of writing it?
4: It's a combination of both. Um, but, it's
3: three pages.
4: Yeah, I'd say three is fair.
3: I'm going to go to chat GPT in the break. Right. And I'm going to see if I can tell me tell me what I should write, have it write a paper on, make it great Gatsby related, What 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 I need to do.
4: Um, I would say, like, the Roaring Twenties. Um, I would say, like, sensationalism. I would talk about, like, conspicuous consumption. Like, no, everything no, that no, went no, on no, in, no, that, in that field. Give,
3: give me—I have to tell the computer something. What am I telling it? Okay, got I, it. I need it a three-page high school-level paper yeah. on how the Great Gatsby did blank.
4: Why is the Great Gatsby the greatest piece of American literature?
3: Ah, I need a three-page paper. On why The Great Gatsby is the greatest piece of okay, yeah, and let's see if it comes up with that.
4: And then I would also say, if that doesn't work, why do so many people love The Great Gatsby?
3: No, I have I have faith in have faith in the computer that it can get it right the first time. If I remember right. Uh, Now, having said that, everybody's cheating. Like if you're if you're a high school student right now, let's think about this. What are you learning? Like how how can the school really I mean maybe it's too perfect. Right. Can can I tell Chat GPT, <laughs> hey, dumb this down, put some typos in it? Like how do you learn anything?
4: So the the so the truth of the matter is, JR, um I work with high school students pretty much every day. And and as you know, I, I coach high school basketball. I would be very curious to hear And I'd ask them behind closed doors. I'd ask them as individuals, not in front of other people. I would ask them if they do anything to cheat or get a leg up as a student. And I would be, and I I will tell them, it's completely confidential, I'm trying to improve the education system. So reveal to me if you're doing anything um, behind closed doors that you probably, that you know better that you shouldn't be doing, but that you're doing anyway because you know others are doing it. And once I give them the, the carrot of others are doing it too, it almost makes them feel like they're not, you know, the bad guy for doing it. Because once one person does it, JR, then then they all do it. So I'd be very curious when I poll these individuals, if they do it or not, um, what the answers will be. And I will make sure I tell you those answers.
3: Oh, you're really gonna ask?
4: Because I'm, I'm, I'm very curious. Because when you and I were going to school, I
3: had to write, it, I had to read and co-
4: correct. write. Correct. If we wanted yeah. information, we didn't really library. have Google. I mean, we we would go to the library. That's how we would yeah. get our information. We would have to do like um, bibliographies. We would have to actually like do footnotes. We would, you know, I mean, we had SparkNotes. I'm not gonna lie, and some people use them, but we'd still have to put it into our own words. But
3: SparkNotes, you see, you got me. That's that was in a book, right?
4: It was, yeah, it was an abbreviated, uh-huh. um, it, yes, it was an abbreviated passage on the bigger books that we were supposed to read in high school.
3: What am I doing to chat, GPT? I need a three-page <laughs> high school level paper on why the Great Gatsby is what?
4: Um, you, you need a, yeah, why the Great Gatsby is one of the greatest pieces of American literature um, that there ever has been. junior I'm, I'm curious because you know we got, yes. we, got a, uh, we got a youngin with us tonight. Who is it? Uh, Emmanuel Barbari. Because um, like he's, he's, young. he's, 20, he's like 24 going on 80 because of how okay. mature he is, but he's like 24, 25 Do year old. Do I
3: need to take him to Magic City? Am I allowed?
4: I would be cur- I think so. Mr. Hey,
3: Emmanuel Babari, is he hanging out with us? Oh, I'm he, here. W- when are you coming to Atlanta to hang out with me?
2: I would love to. Whenever whenever you tell me to, I'll, I'll oh, be on no, the next man. flight You're, down there.
3: No, come on. I'm serious. You think I'm joking.
2: Oh, I would love to come down and hang with you, Jr. Ah,
3: we go, we go to a Hawks game. Well, well, Shep, when the hell are you coming, Shep,
4: Come I on, would, Jr. I, I would love to come, but you know what, Shep like and I one. will do it together. That's fair. Please, but, but, but Jr. I appreciate what? the invitation, but like go Emmanuel ahead. and like you, we have like ten different jobs.
3: It's a weekend. Take a weekend. Come yeah, Jr.
4: I work seven. We go eight. to a
3: Hawks game if, depending on the year, we go to the Hawks and we go to uh, Falcons. I tell you hang what,
4: out. I'll ask David Marinick and and Spike Eskin if I can do a show. Uh, from from CBS in Atlanta, then I'm happy oh, to do easy, that. Easy. Yeah,
3: we do that easy. Yeah. That
4: be that would be fantastic. But but Jr. But I'm yes. I'm very curious because um, because you know we're around the same age. Our generation, we didn't have the access and the means to cheat. Emmanuel, I don't know if his generation cheated, but it was a, certainly a lot easier if they wanted to. Oh, so much easier!
2: Right, okay. that, my generation I mean. without without kind of throwing shade at, at people i went to school with my generation <laughs> no, is a generation of cheaters
3: <laughs> so what's the point of going to school if listen by the way i got a, i got my uh i got my 3 page paper about why the great gatsby is one of the greatest pieces of american literature that was quick man oh it did it in it did it in like 3 seconds that's literally un- that, that's unbelievable
4: that's unbelievable
3: yeah i have it hey why is uh, here, i need a 3 page paper i need a 3 i need a 5 page paper <laughs> <laughs> on why Michael Jordan is better than LeBron James. Let's see what it does.
4: Well, I I I can give you a very quick synopsis of why. You don't even need GPT for that.
3: Chat GPT is writing it in front of me.
4: Okay, I mean, I would say, guys, y'all know this. I mean, never took the easy way out. Never had to run, right? Went to a finals and played his best basketball in six of those finals. LeBron James in four, in four of the ten of the finals played his best, but not the six other times. But... But Jr, you know, ChatGPT
3: GPT is done. It has referenced ESPN <laughs> already in various basketball biographies and documentaries. And the amount of time it took you to talk to me. Right. It wrote to me the points skill set and scoring ability, mm-hmm. championships and clutch performances, competitive nature and leadership and impact on the game.
4: But these are so va- but these are such vague descriptions. See, I-,
3: I can tell no, no, you- no, that's that's not a description. That is the heading. There are paragraphs on oh, wow. each one that go into detail.
4: okay, is it, it but can it reference you like specific games? like can it discuss game five of the 1993 NBA finals when MJ went off for 55 points? his
3: game winning shots sh- such as the shot over Craig Elo in '89, his flu game performance in the '97 finals, and that's just me just doing a cursory look at some of the examples why he would
4: you, why, why would anyone not use chat then? I mean it's literally that's my ma- point. it's literally like, making it seem like you were there at the scene of the crime and weird. you' mean yeah.
3: We're talking about cheating. You asked if the thing, you said it was general. I said, no, it's not. You asked for specific examples. It gave it. I'm looking at right now. It has references here. I have a five-page paper on why Michael Jordan is better than LeBron And I did it in three seconds while we spoke.
4: Would it be able to reference guys like Dean Smith, guys like Phil Jackson, in terms of when they were practicing with Michael Jordan, Michael didn't have to treat it like a practice. It was almost like a game seven. Like, would they be able to specify specific Uh, instances with other individuals?
3: Pulling information off the Internet, I'm sure it could and would.
2: Emmanuel,
4: did you have chat when you were in college?
2: No. I did not. It was not out yet. Wow. We had spark notes throughout the duration of my schooling.
4: You know what this means? What's, what's this that? means
3: this is time for me to go back to school. <laughs> well, it's you're... time for me to get a a master's. Don't you teach? Never been easier.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I but,
3: need a master's, a I minute. need a doctorate. What comes after a doctorate? Anything?
4: Uh it would be like a post bachelor laurel, right?
2: Right. Or another doctorate. Or you another, can get a doctorate in multiple. Doctorate. But,
4: th- but there's different types of doctorates. Like you can be a philosophy uh doctor. Or you can be like an like a, like an MD, and then you have to. I'm going like... to be a
3: master of chat GPT. That's what I'm going. <laughs> but gonna
4: don't be. you already? Aren't you already uh, an adjunct professor? Like, don't you teach at different universities? I know. Me? You go, yeah, I know you go to you know different universities, um, you know, nah. as as part of your movement, right? Listen,
3: but, I could just print out a, a thing on a put it on my wall. I mean, that that'll be the closest thing.
4: Okay, so the media for the movement toward that doesn't also involve you being a professor.
3: Oh, I mean, well, I'm talking, uh, sharing sure. knowledge, yeah, but I'm not not formally anything. I'm just a guy.
4: You know? Yeah, right. No, I hear you. I'm just
3: a guy like everybody else who knows how to use chat GPT, and I've now established that I'm going back to school. <laughs> that, that's that's easy, man. And thanks for encouraging me to also cheat. If Jim Harbaugh can do it, if the Astros can do it, who am I missing? The Red Sox, the Yankees. Uh, oh. Who? Anybody else I'm missing?
4: Yeah, just talk about the whole baseball era from 1995 to, like, you know, oh, Mark 2009. And if you're A-Rod, the 2010s, oh. right?
3: Yeah, A-Rod. A-Rod, <laughs> he must be a partial owner of Chet GPT, all them lies that he told. Hey, don't
4: forget Manny Ramirez.
3: Oh, Manny is innocent. He's just a fun guy. he
4: got caught twice.
3: He's like Kawhi. Listen, anybody that goes pee, peeing in a wall during a baseball game... <laughs> He's just, uh, just a goofy guy. You
4: can't blame him for that. When you got to go, you got to go.
3: Well, how do you think he took the drugs? He thought it was, uh, I don't know, Tic Tacs. Th- that's, okay?
4: that's, that's fair. It, it, JR, I'm sorry for this tangent right now. It's yes. why we respect Frank Thomas so much more. It's why we give so much <laughs> reverence to Ken Griffey Jr. Because those guys had all the reasons to cheat. Saw everybody in their era that hey. was any kind of star and cheated, Listen. and they elected not to. So when he makes Frank these Geico Thomas. commercials, oh, you're, you're saying he's you, th- you think he's dirty?
3: I don't. No, no, no. Okay. I don't think he is the best example because he's just, he's just <laughs> a different human being, okay?
4: Well, so was Bo Jackson. But Bo Jackson had the yes. same kind of body structure and me, couldn't sustain me, an MLB career. Uh,
3: whoa, 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 whoa. Listen. Yeah. I have met both of those men. Yes. It is nuts how much bigger Frank Thomas is than Bo Jackson. Really? Nuts. Yes. Because Frank Thomas is taller. How okay. about this? I ran into Frank Thomas leaving the Major League Baseball office, and I ran into him turning a corner, and I said, "Damn, this is a big ass dude."
4: <laughs> oh, did it was it was huge? It, did he uh, did he hurt you? No pun intended.
3: No, the big hurt did not hurt me.
4: <laughs> no. Well, Bo Jackson was making that bat look like a damn toothpick. So yes, imagine how small a bat looks in Frank Thomas's hands.
3: Bo Bo Jackson is is fire plug esque, right? Frank Thomas is like a Mack truck. That is a massive human being. He played He played football, man. He played tight end. Yeah. If Frank Thomas ain't no joke. If anybody ain't need no drugs, it was Frank Thomas. He just, whatever they fed him did enough, man. That and genetics, wild stuff. He didn't need to cheat. No chat GPT for Frank Thomas. I use it. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. Hey, if you out there cheating or you have some tips for us to cheat, by all means, call us up. I'm taking your tips. Anyway, on the other side of the break, besides talking to you, we're going to hear from Deion Sanders. He ain't cheating, but he is kind of a, I don't want to say he's firing one of his coaching staff, but he is he's telling them, hey, sit down, take a seat. I'll tell you about it on the other side of the break.
2: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS
6: Sports Radio. I'm a new listener but a longtime radio personality over the years and uh, you're just enlightening. Call in now
2: at 855-212-4CBS.
3: It is the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. I am JR hanging out here with you on this Friday night. We talked about Jim Harbaugh in Michigan. That cheating analyst they had on staff, he resigned or he was fired, depending on which one you want to believe. It's not the only change going on in college football, and I'll get back to the lines in a second. 855-212-4CBS. I I did mention Deion Sanders. After Colorado has lost four out of their last five games, and after Deion's son, Shador, has been treated like a piñata, he was sacked seven times and that loss to UCLA last weekend. They lost 28-16. to Dion is making a change. Pat Shermer, a name that you probably are familiar with, he was the New York Giants head coach for two seasons. He got that job because he was the Vikings uh, coordinator. He was a Broncos uh, OC last year, and he just joined uh, Dion this past offseason, and he has been elevated from just uh, someone out there being an advisor and now calling the plays, and he's now going to serve as a co-offensive coordinator. Uh, Dion Sanders, after that UCLA loss, Dion was very clear that, you know, we need to make some changes, do some things different. Take a listen to Dion.
2: We got to do a lot better, not only uh, offensively, defensively, as well as coaching the game. And I'll take the full responsibility for that. I got to address those issues that we're having.
3: Yeah, well, he he addressed part of those issues. The bad thing is he's going to have to uh, try to have his son protected out there. Uh, the Buffaloes are uh, one of the worst offensive lines in just all of football, flattened period in college. The team is allowing five sacks a game. And his son, well, damn it, I know it's even tougher watching your boy out there getting smacked around and hit. So uh, the Buffaloes are gonna be in action tomorrow against Oregon State. Let's see if Pat Shermer can scheme up a few things that keep Dion's son standing upright. 855-212-4CBS is speaking of uh, one of Dion's teammates. Emmett Smith is gonna join us here on CBS Sports Radio in about 30 minutes. So don't go anywhere. Emmett Smith, the legend, Hall of Famer, will be joining us here on CBS Sports Radio. Let's talk to Morgan from San Diego. You're on the JR Sport Brief Shop. Hey, JR. I wanted
7: to throw my little two cents in about the chat GBT. And uh, The Great Gatsby is my favorite book. Great imagery. Very good novel. But um, the whole thing with the chat GBT, the more it's used, the better it's going to get. So the more you pour into it, the more dynamic it's going to be. So I came from the Dewey Decimal System. Some of you all might not know about that. So, ChatGPT yeah, is going to be amazing but you can still kind of keep a a, a level of how good you are at writing by giving the like, students a you know an assessment at the beginning of a class like let me let me see where you're at writing level to kind of gauge them for you know they just can't just kind of basically do it so easily so i think that's something that people need to really like put in place for people just don't use other other people's words for their you know own good instead of being more what creative. What are you going
3: to do? You're going to tell the students in the first day of class, here, sit in front of me and write a four-page paper? Oh, a- absolutely. About something like um, very, how to make a peanut butter jelly sandwich.
7: Why is there a car culture in Los Angeles? For you, can, you, know, for you know, when they turn that ChatGPT paper in, that that ain't them.
3: Okay. They're reasonable. You know? so- I mean, to Shep's point, I don't know what professor is going to want to sit down and read that as a baseline, but... I guess somebody has to. I guess
7: well, that's a, that's where the calling comes in, you know. Right. That's someone's calling
5: to do well, that. Maybe bring them maybe up. Chat
3: maybe Chat GPT can ingest the uh, students' papers to eventually compare and contrast. So, I guess uh, it can so be used it's, for it's everything. It's limitless. It's limitless. Yeah. But when I was graduating college, we had to we submitted papers. It went through a system that
7: um, looked for plagiarism and commonalities. So there's there's yeah. things in place
3: well, that can kind of you know kind of well, keep it. Morgan- for for telling me yeah. about the Dewey Decimal System, yeah, you you sound you sound younger than me, my man. I'm I'm very familiar with the Dewey Decimal System. Oh, I'm
7: sure I'm much older than you, it, Jr. I can smell the you like on your breath, brother.
3: You were using computers to check your work? Um, well, I mean, this is like in
7: college. Uh, you know, I I didn't like I finished college in, like when I was in my late twenties. But you know, I started off on those green screen computers with the like you know the floppy disks,
3: like yeah, I, Oregon I, yeah, Trail, Number I've, Munchers. Yeah, I've, I've I've had my share of uh, of uh, playing pitfall, Morgan. Hey, appreciate you oh, for pitfall. calling from San Diego, man. Hey, love the show. Keep it up, guys. Take care. Have a good night. You as well. Shout outs to Morgan from from San Diego. Uh, Brad is here from San Diego as well. What's up, Brad?
1: How you doing, Jr? Thanks for taking my call.
3: Sure, go ahead. We're up against the break. What's on your mind?
1: Oh, I got two points about uh, Chat GPT. Uh, the first one's kind of similar to what he was just saying, but I grew up in the 70s and 80s, and I, I got to tell you, everybody cheated then, writing papers just as much as they do now. We just used encyclopedias or, you know, whatever we had at our hands, but people cheat all the time. That's just a given. So is it cheating? I don't know. I, I think it's more about kids learning the tools of the future because AI is real. It's happening. And we're going to have to embrace it. They're going to have to learn how to work within that and
3: uh, use it as a tool. Yeah,
1: for yeah well, and we'll just
3: get we'll all get a little stupider in the process. I get it. I mean, well, things... no, you,
1: um, no, not really. What you said. What are they learning? What they're learning is the technology, the future. Well, well, that's their. Well, well yeah,
3: sure. Things things evolve and change, but there'll be a different part of your brain that'll be active when you have to use exactly. less work. Uh, that that, yeah, that calculator was cheating, right? Well, I mean, there's a difference between knowing and learning your times tables and how that works versus the actual application for the computer to do it for you. And so I understand what you're saying, Brad, but it doesn't change the fact that, hey, as one part of our brain moves forward, the other part goes backwards. Uh, thank you for calling from San Diego. Uh, yeah, using an encyclopedia was cheating It's a reference point. Now I can write the encyclopedia. Come on, man. You can't tell the difference. It's scary stuff out here. Can't tell me we're not getting stupider. Stupid is not even a word. I got dumber by saying it. It's the JR Sport Review Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Emmett Smith coming up. I can tell you what's not stupid. This NBA tournament thing looks pretty good. I'll explain on CBS Sports Radio. Then Emmett Smith.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,